Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,239. I'm celebrating Women's History Month this March by having 21 inspiring women, the movers and shakers who work in the automotive industry. So here we go. Dream big and work hard. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, this is Mark Green. Join me at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, this March 16th and 17th at the Orange County Fair and Events Center. I'll be the celebrity stage MC conducting live interviews with past Cars Yard yeah guests, including Adam Carolla, the Grand Marshal, Dave Kindig from Bitchin' Rides, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill, Bogey from All Girls Garage, Big Mike, Import Tuner and Builder, and Lynn St. James, an iconic race car driver. I hope I'll see you at the Classic Auto Show. For more information, go to theclassicautoshow.com. That's theclassicautoshow.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from beautiful Hemet, California, Karen Salvaggio. Karen, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? You bet, Mark. Let's do it. All right. Karen Salvaggio owns and operates Thunder Valley Racing. She's a builder and a racer who began her career in 1985 on the NASCAR dirt tracks in California. She moved to road racing with the Vintage Auto Racing Association and competed in the Women's Global GT, the American Le Mans Series. She earned over 200 first place finishes in driving competitions, including top eliminator at the Pomona Drags in 1999 and the 2011 Western Endurance Racing Championship. Karen served nine years in the U.S. Air Force as an aircraft mechanic and earned a bachelor's degree, a doctorate, and master's degree. She served as a select committee member on the SEMA Business Women's Network and has appeared on several television shows. She's also a personal driving coach at the track, and today, Karen builds and races Factory 5 Racing Daytona Coupes with Sovereign and continues to develop Thunder Valley Racing as a premier source of racing equipment and support for women racing. And I want to say that Karen's my first guest celebrating the women in the month of March. This is really cool to have you on first. Karen, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your career and your passion for racing? Sure, Mark. Thanks so much for having me on today. I'm so excited to uh, kick off this month of, of March for women in racing and women in automotive and motorsport. This has been a passion of mine since I was a young girl. It's exciting that I've been able to follow it. It's interesting when I was reflecting back on how you get into motorsports and whatnot. And we all seem to come from a different angle, maybe at it. Some of us are born into a family of, of automotive enthusiasts and others like me. My dad drove like Mr. Magoo. And it was amazing that I was ever able, able to uh, get into anything like a race car. So my, my quest and my uh, journey has been interesting like everyone's. Uh, but I think truly there is a car gene. Uh, man, woman, child, whatever, um, I have the car gene. I think you are one of those folks, too. Yes, definitely. It's in our DNA, um, a little bit of motor oil flowing through our veins. Well, I'm excited mm -hmm. to launch uh, Women's History Month with you. And as we continue on our journey, or your journey, I should say, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking 
here on cars. Yeah. So as you do, Karen, take the wheel. You know, for me, my whole life has been centered around the idea of dream big and work hard. Two things can happen to an individual. You can shut yourself down early. Maybe you've never been exposed to some different exciting things in life and your life becomes channeled in this uh, direction that maybe you had no clue what was out there. So I always encourage people to dream big, um, expose yourself to new things, take chances and take risks. Go out there and see what life has, and something will connect with you. For me, it happened to be cars and racing. I knew it from an early age. But the other part of that is work hard, particularly when it comes to racing. It, some of us may be natural, great racers, and others of us have to work very, very hard at it. Part of my life's mantra has been always to go out and grab the brass ring. you got to work hard, and competence comes from practice, practice, practice. And I encourage everyone to follow their dreams. Absolutely. Yeah, work hard. Deb Pollock, who's been a guest on the show, is the one who introduced us. And she said, man, that Karen's one of the hardest working ladies I know in the motorsport industry. So uh, shout out to Deb for connecting us and with many of the guests I'm going to have on this month as well. Deb is great. If you missed my talk with Deb, go back and look for it on the Cars Yeah website, Deb Pollock. Let's talk about a story that instigated this passion for car. If you had a dad who was a Mr. Magoo, kind of drove a plain Jane vanilla car and wasn't into that thing, there must be a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were going to be a car gal. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for, for me, the first thing that I ever saw, you know, enough, I'm old enough to know and remember ABC Wide World of Sports. And for me, I grew up north of Pittsburgh in a very rural area. There was no racetrack anywhere near where I live. On Saturday afternoons, though, ABC Wide World of Sports would be on. So my brothers would be outside playing football or whatever. And I was in there watching TV. And it wasn't like I'd lived by the TV, but I made sure I watched that show every week. And they would go to Daytona. They would go to Talladega. They fought, they even went to Le Mans. I mean, it was amazing. And I just knew I, I was hooked with it. My parents thought it was crazy. But I, and then I would go out and get on my little huffy high-rise handlebar banana seat bike. And I'd go out and set some paint cans up in the driveway, and I'm doing a slalom. And then I carried them out to the road. The neighbors got mad. But but bottom line, the way I got into this was I knew early I wanted to do it. But later on in life, when I was pursuing my military career, I happened to be working on B-52s as a crew chief, which that's another whole crazy story. But the, yeah. the guy next to me, Bill Glazer, he had a stock car at the local dirt track here in California up in Merced. And he asked me if I'd come down and help him at, on Saturday night. And I did. And then he said, do you want to take the car out for mud laps? I said, yes. And I did. And, and that next month, I was out buying a car. That, that's how it started. And I've just followed it. It was crazy. I had no idea what I was doing. But that's, that's what kicked it off for me. And as soon as I had that first car, I, I knew this was going to be what I was doing the rest of my life. Wow. What a fun story. Well, first and foremost, I was uh, neglectful in thanking you for your service at the beginning of our talk. I really appreciate it. Your service in the U.S. Air Force. Yeah, we should have you back on the show to talk about working on B-52s. That's pretty darn cool. But thank goodness for Bill that he saw that spirit and that spark in your eye and allowed you to come down and hang out and be a part of it. I think that's part of what's cool about the car industry is we all are willing to help each other. Well, no doubt during all of this in your life, you've encountered some challenges, maybe a failure or two. And I would love for you to walk us through one in particular that really kind of challenged you, set you back, or kind of made you think, oh, what am I doing here? But more importantly, what was the lesson learned that you can help others who might be facing something similar? 
Um, I would fast forward to 2011, and I rarely talk about this, but I, I think it's it's something that people should know about others. To me, this was a pivotal moment. We were racing. Um, I was married. My husband, Andy, was a great supporter of mine. Uh, we had a race team, and we were running um, a Daytona Coupe Factory 5 version, full-on race, um, and we were at the 25 Hours of Thunderhill. And what had happened that year in 2011 was my husband had uh, been diagnosed with a brain tumor in May. We stood down from our racing, and, and of course, the whole team was devastated, as was I. And he, uh, he really, truly, sadly, heartbreakingly passed away in September. And so we all looked at each other. And of course, we got through the services and all that. But we had been leading the points at the beginning when we had to go down. And so the team got together and said, you know what, for Andy's sake and for us, we need to do this. So we got back together and we went back out and we scored well enough to get to one point lead as we went into the 25 hours of Thunderhill. It was a full-on effort of us, and I'm so blessed to have so many great friends around, which you need in those times of, you know, need like that. But we go into the race, the car is so give it to my one of my co-drivers to just go qualify it, and unfortunately, the car got flipped into a ditch upside down. So I'm probably the only Daytona Coupe owner that's had their car uh. upside down in a ditch. And yeah. honestly, at that point in my life, I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing this anymore because my heart had been broken and now the car was smashed. And honestly, the crew pulled the car back together and, um, you know, pulled, rang it in. And one of my good friends, TC McNett, got up on basically a soapbox and he said, people, this is not going to stop us. And it was that moment that I, I thought, you know what? There are so many other people involved in this. It's not just about me. It's about us. It's about the team. We're going to dig it out. We put the car back together, went out. We got a standing ovation when the car got pushed onto the front straightaway at 11 o'clock in the morning. And we finished the race, won the endurance racing championship for the year. Incredible comeback in my life. And it wasn't about me. It was about the people around me who wanted to be part of something bigger than all of us. It was an amazing story, and I lived that. I remind myself of that every day. Oh, my gosh. I've got goosebumps on my arms. Um, what a story. My condolences for your loss of Andy. I mean, heartbreaking. But, you know, as you told that story, and as my eyes welled up a little with some tears, because we lost uh, our my father-in-law to brain cancer, and I know what a terrible disease that is. Um Andy was there, you know, you know, he was there. I mean, he was there in spirit. He was watching down on you guys. And uh, the fact that your team came together and that's what that sport's all about racing. It's teamwork. There is no one in a racing team. And it's just a marvelous story. And the fact that you came back and won, as you were telling me, go, please tell me you won the champ. Please tell me you won the championship. Uh, it was just, oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing an incredibly gut-wrenching and heartwarming story. Wow, Karen, that is fantastic. Man, that is awesome. You should write a book about that one. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle or race car and maybe share a memory or two you have about that that ride. Oh, sure. And and thank you again for the condolences. I mean, you're very kind and I'm I'm sorry about your family member as well. Um oh, yeah. I know. It's you know what? We're all heartful people. What I would share with is my crazy first race car, which was that one that I bought the Monday after being out there on that crazy dirt track. 
And I went, I was stationed, I was in the military. I was stationed at Castle Air Force Base up in Atwater, Central California. And so uh, one of the guys at the racetrack who I asked was like, who has a car for sale? 1970 Olds Cutlass 442 sitting at a chicken ranch down in Dust Palace. The guy started building it. He stripped it out. And I mean, honestly, I went and looked at it. It had been rollered, brushed black. It had gumball welding, horrible, you know, that, like it was terrible. But when he pulled this thing out of the weeds, I was like, I love it. I'm buying it right now. And I mean, it was for most people, they'd consider it a POS big time. But for <laughs> me, <laughs> that was my first car. And I loved it through and through. I raced that car for two seasons. I learned how to stick weld on a old Lincoln arc welder on that thing. And I never was very good at it, but I didn't have any money. So I was like, well, I got to build this stuff myself. So I, you know, and then fortunately, friends helped me with it. And off I went. They had a bench seat. It had a big old steering wheel, an automatic transmission. Um, it was really, it was a beautiful car to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful story. Well, it's proof that if you really want to do something, you can figure out a way to do it. You know, we see people who are successful and we think we have to start at that level. But I tell you, I've had so many racers on this show, hundreds of racers on the show. And the story is always the same. You got to start somewhere. You got to start small, work your way up. And that's exactly what you did. Fantastic. A bench seat. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, how about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go in your life that you wish you had back? Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm a caraholic, so I have more cars now in a garage space for them. So I don't generally sell them. Although, you know, like my old stock cars, you know, a stock car in, you know, it was a street stock, let's be real. They went to the crushers. So you didn't tend to keep those after, after they yeah. were hammered so much. But in all reality, the crazy thing is when I got out of the Air Force, I went to work at a Honda Kawasaki motorcycle shop and I was the parts manager and moved to service manager that I had bought. And this isn't a car, but it's a little Kenny Roberts 1983 Yamaha RZ350. And I love that little bike more than anything. And it sounds crazy, but I always kick myself for selling that thing. So someday I want that that bike back because it was just the right size for me and I could have just enough fun out in the canyons with it. And it, it was nimble and it was, I think it's the last of the oil injected, like, you know, street legal two strokes. Uh, it's just a great yeah. bike. So if I could get one thing back, because the other ones, I still have, you know, my car sitting in the garage and I keep them all. I, I have a sickness about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, those little bikes are cool. And the small CC displacement bikes like that one, are, yeah, they're just right. They're not so fast that you can get yourself in trouble, but the sound of that little two-stroke is wonderful. So, yeah, you'll have to start uh, scouring eBay or Cycle Trader and find find yourself. Uh, and they're just flat beautiful. I mean, if you go look at the one I yeah. have is the yellow and the and the black version. They also came in red and white, but they're just beautiful. They were so they were so nicely done. So I wish I had that bike yeah. back. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I would love for you to talk a little bit about what has you excited with uh, your life and your business this year, Thunder Valley Racing, what you're doing there for women is fantastic. So what has you excited and fired up today? Well, I'm, I'm, I continue to race, I build a newer version of the, of the Factory 5. It's a Gen 3 Daytona Coupe. I uh, finished that in 2017 and campaigned it uh, last year with Sovereign. Came second in the, in the big board group there. Very happy. My friend, uh, Tony Nadlin. I uh, came first in his factory five challenge car. So we, we did really well. Uh, we went to all the events and, and we just have so much fun. So I'm going to continue racing with sovereign. That's my plan. 
Um, I'll also be doing some local stuff with uh, some of the local groups, maybe down here with VARA, the Vintage Auto Racing Association. Most currently, I've connected with uh, Lynn Kehoe with Shift Up Now, and Shift Up Now is um, is a race team that is using racing to inspire courage and confidence in young women. It's a very on-the-ground effort. Uh, we ran the 25 Hours of Thunderhill this year, uh, and, you, know, you know, just last month. Um, we came second in our class in E2, uh, but we started saying, you know, well, we want to campaign a car, and where will we find women racers? Well, before we knew it, we had 13 women racers who wanted to run, and ultimately, three different teams ran. Um, uh, Toyo Tires was a big sponsor in helping us, uh, along with a bunch of other people, but we had three all-women team, first time ever, ran the 25 Hours of Thunderhill this year. I just came back from uh, the Roar before the 24 talking with them. there's a woman's team there the caterpillar team is running so i'm continuing to to work very hard to create funding sources for very talented up and coming uh, women racers uh, who may not have the money but i know the talents out there and and my ultimate goal is to see a woman standing on the podium in formula 1 that's that's the big cheat yeah that's fantastic how can uh, women listening to this show reach out to you and contact you to be involved in some way I'm on Facebook, and I'm a strong messenger person there, so instantly anybody can find Karen Salvaggio on Facebook. All of my racing stuff is on there. Uh, Shift Up Now, uh, Lynn Schultz-Kehoe, she has her email with Lynn at at, uh, Shift Up Now, Karen at Thunder Valley Racing. I would love to connect with anyone, and and I want to, as we speak about this and as the month unfolds, um, the one thing I want to be clear about, because it is about women in racing for me. But I would not be where I am if it wasn't for a tremendous amount of men and women who have helped me. Um, the, you know, the Bill Glazers of the world back in 1983, who let me drive his car, asked me to drive his car. Uh, that was a different kind of a notion. Uh, a lot of times, you know, women are shut out from things. We have to have the confidence to ask for things and to step up and do things and take some risks. But the men in my life and the people on my teams are amazing. And I always, I, I feel like we should write a book just about those that are champions for us, even though we don't know it. Absolutely. Well said. I'll make sure I put links on Karen's show notes page on the Carja yeah website. And you go back to com and look at my uh, settings where I have uh, references. And I have a whole category of women who've been on the show, uh, just over 100 and of course, with the 21 women in this month, that's going to add to that as well. So uh, check that out. If you're someone who is interested in that, we can connect you with Karen and get you involved in all of this. So Karen, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark 
a Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars yeah podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars yeah TV show? That's right. Cars yeah is now on MAV-TV. I visit some of the past Cars yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MAVTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars yeah TV. MAV-TV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Karen, we're back, and I have a very introspective question for you. If tomorrow you woke up and you were a car or a race car parked in the garage, what would Karen be and why? <laughs> I'd be a GT40, and I would be, I would be either from the original era or a modern one. They are wicked fast. They are just beautifully designed. And uh, everywhere you go, you're the bell of the ball. Oh, yeah. Well, you already are, Karen. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, GT40. Ah, uh, yeah. That pulls on my heartstrings. They are wonderful. I've been around them. I've never been able to drive a real one. I did get to drive a Superformance GT40 that Lance Standard built. Uh, he was a guest on my very first Cars yeah TV show at Superformance. Go back and check that out on Mav TV. But, uh, I like that. A GT40. Nicely done. Well, we are entering the last lap. This is a place you've been many times in your life. The white flag is out. The checkered flag is coming. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or racing advice you've ever received? As far as the automotive advice, drive and own what you love. You can have your day-to-day driver and that's all fun. Life is short. Go out there and drive something that, that makes you feel good. And I followed that advice, and every day is fun. Every day, Karen Salvaggio has a smile on her face, that's for sure. I can promise you that. That's cool. <laughs> Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? For me, it's being organized and having clarity in your life. As sometimes people go through life and they have no idea what they want to be when they grow up and they may even be 65 years old now and still trying to figure out what they want to do. So don't just stay in the cubicle. Get out there, uh, figure out what you want to do and go after it. But being organized will help you achieve your dreams. Absolutely. Well said. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of great resources these days. Is there one in particular that you'd like to share? Um, you know, for me, all the resources that help me the most are the ones that are associated with my, uh, what has become now my semi-profession. So for me, uh, because I happen to build, for example, I'm building the factory five cars. I'm on the blogs. I'm on the websites over there. I'm seeking information. I, I use the internet for all kinds of different things, but the blogs that have to do with whatever your own personal hobby or your passion is, I uh, get involved. Um, I, I can't really cite one in particular because you know, you know, for me, Summit Racing has been a big helper. So if you're in racing, they have everything. So I would say go see Summit. 
but you got to figure out yeah. who your go-to people are. That's the key. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? My gosh, <laughs> it's two people. One is Steve McQueen okay. and the other is Mark Donahue. And for those of us in the car world, um, you know, those those two, in my opinion, are holy grail individuals in, in racing and in just how to lead an inspired life and, yeah. and working at becoming excellent. And, you know, Steve McQueen doing his own stunts. The man lived. Uh, uh, he lived. He really lived. And I, I hope everyone could say that when their day comes to not be breathing on, you know, on this earth. Did you really live? They both lived. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, did they for sure. I was fortunate enough to have uh, Steve's son, Chad McQueen, uh, on this show twice, actually. He puts on a wonderful car show down in California where they support uh, young kids um, based on his father's uh, legacy. And then I got to meet Sean, the owner of the original Bullet Mustang, a few, oh, last month, I guess it was, at the LeMay Museum. He's going to be a guest on the show. That was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, would it be nice to sit down with Steve McQueen and Mark Donahue? What a conversation that would be. Nice choice. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, my go-to book is The Art of Racing in the Rain. The author is Garth Stein. Um, I've read that book several times. I give copies to my friends. I refer it to people. And and truly, you know, everyone will discover what the value of that book was for me. It's the bottom line. That which you manifest is before you. And you I just read the book. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I love that saying, too. That which you manifest is before you. That book has a, gar- a lot of great lines. Garth has been a guest here on Cars. Yeah, he lives up here in the Pacific Northwest. I met him at a book signing. He has a very cool kind of a eggplant-colored uh, Alpha GTV that he drives. But um, the other great way to enjoy that book is the audio version, which is fantastic. Uh, it's just really a great way to listen to it. I can't wait for the new movie to come out that they're putting together based around that. Last summer, when we were waiting to get into Pacific Raceways uh, for the Northwest Historics, uh, we couldn't get in the one night because they were actually doing filming for the movie. And, and you know, I have no idea. I was like, my face was up against the fence. You know, I'm thinking, I want to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. We'll have to all get together and... uh you know, Sovereign, I, I raced with Sovereign for 12 years. Great group of people up there, vintage raced and uh, uh, marvelous group and a marvelous uh, racing group as well. So I can't wait for the new season to start this year so I can come up and watch you race your, oh, your uh, Daytona. Absolutely. I love my Sovereign family. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are a great family. Absolutely. Some wonderful people. Well, you can find links to all these great resources Karen has shared on her Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Karen Salvaggio, S-A-L-V-A-G-G-I-O, and that page will pop right up. All right, Karen, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question could be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car or collector vintage race car. doesn't matter what it is. I'm buying it for you. I'm going to deliver it to you down there in beautiful Hemet, California, but there's a couple rules to this game. One is... You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other race cars with or parts or anything like that. You have to drive it and enjoy it. No garage queens loud. I don't think that's a problem for you. But here's the kicker. It's the only one you can have. So choose wisely. My car is the GT40, and I don't really care what generation of it. Having the collector one would be awesome because then I could go to all, meaning like the vintage actual one that raced. Um, in the era yeah. would be, you know, 66 to 69 or any of those in between. Awesome. I'll take any version. 
and I'll go to all the vintage races with it and it will be campaigned. If it's a if it's a super performance that Lance has done, I'm in. So <laughs> I'll take them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, what a nice car. Yeah, there's a Doug up here in the Northwest, uh, Sovereign has a beautiful baby blue GT40 that he races. You probably know him. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I would love nothing more to put you in the seat of a GT40 because I know you'd drive the heck out of that thing and you would enjoy it with a big smile on your face. Karen, you have taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and being the first of 21 women this month on Cars Yeah to celebrate Women's History Month and celebrate women in general in the automotive industry. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the track in that Ford GT40? Well, well, Mark, first, truly, thank you for, for the focus that you're putting on, on women in racing and women in motorsports and women in automotive for this month. You're courageous and you're visionary, and, and, I, and I know there will be lots of folks tuning in. Thing is, I want to wish you best with your new endeavor. TV piece that you have launched with Cars Yeah, and um, it's an honor to know you, believe me. If I was going to leave anyone and everyone with one parting thought, it truly is back to my dream big and work hard. You can be anything you want to be in this world, and the only thing that shuts us down for achieving our dreams is usually our own mindset and our own unwillingness to get off the dime and go do something. So people ask me, how do you become a race car driver? I tell them, well, if you want to fish, where do you go? You go to the lake or you go to the ocean. If you want to be a race car driver, get out to a racetrack. Find somebody who's doing it. Ask for help and tell, show an interest and someone will take you under their wing because we love infecting other, with others with this amazing sport. So that's, that's what I have. <laughs> and thank you again, Mark. Well, thank you for the kind words. That means the world to me. Uh, this has been really fun. And you're right. When I first wanted to get into racing, I went up to Pacific Raceway. Uh, went up there, hung out, watched the vintage race guys, walked around, talked to everybody in the paddock. Everybody was so nice. They gave me ideas on how to start. My first car was a Lotus uh, Formula Junior, something that not super fast, but felt like a race car, was a race car. It was great fun. And then, of course, uh, grew into faster things. But I really appreciate you launching this week, celebrating women. I think it's fantastic. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and Thunder Valley Racing? Facebook, Karen Salvaggio. Send me a friend request or the, the page is public and um, we're building we're building the energy of more and more, not only women in racing, but men who enjoy seeing women in racing. But let's face it, when you race, most of your friends are men and I try to promote them into the sport as well. So uh, Karen Savaggio on Facebook is where I keep most of my information. There you go. Listeners, I'll make sure to put a link to that on Karen's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Karen, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your wonderful experiences with the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much, Mark, and all the best with your future endeavors. Cars Yeah. All right. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. 
For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.